Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. A bit late again this week, I'm afraid, just because this was the week that my 28-day academic writing challenge started. And, oh my goodness, it's taken a lot of time, but it's great. Um, but everything has to be added to the website, the videos made, all of the worksheets updated, things like that. And I've put all of my Instagram posts so that they make sense. Every day when you do one topic, there's an Instagram post um, just with the most common mistakes or things to notice and things like that. So it's all taken a, a long time and it's delaying me with certain other things, I'm afraid. But... I decided as I was going through my massive A4 files of paper to just dig out a few of the texts that I've been avoiding. And the one I'm doing today is academic reading is absolutely horrendous. So why am I doing it? Well, it's absolutely every other word packed, jam-packed with vocabulary and issues that you have to know about for IELTS. And so I'm going to try to break it down into very simple stages. Um, this one, I actually stopped using it in class. I just thought this is really putting people off. Um, but we can't just keep avoiding things like this. And the more we tackle them, then the more you'll feel confident that actually, yes, oh, it does make sense. There are simple ways. And there certainly are with this one. It's called biological, biological control of pests. Now, you know, this is a huge topic. It's day one in my uh, vocabulary course, which is farming and agriculture. So it relates to so many of the IELTS issues. The problem of pests, meaning insects or harmful insects, insects which destroy crops. And then the idea of how we can control them and pesticides and the dangers of pesticides. The whole issue is addressed and the alternatives then, of course, biological, con biological control being the opposite to chemical or synthetic um, control. So this is really worth a listen or a read. Um, I think it will really clarify a few issues and help you um, make sense of dense, complicated texts. So let's start. There are three sets of questions. It's, it's only a passage two. I can't believe it's so difficult and it's only passage two. But the first four questions are multiple choice. Now, one of the strategies I often talk about or advise is to see how those questions are divided up in the text. So here there are three sets, as I said, there's multiple choice, then yes, no, not given, and then matching from a list. So if you're just focusing on the multiple choice, if we go down to the fourth question, it says by the mid 1960s. So there's a kind of chronology here, things going in order or in which they happened. And the last question is by the mid 1960s. And lo and behold, you go to the text, you look down the paragraphs and there 
is paragraph five starts by the mid-1960s. So then you can work backwards because you know that paragraph is question 17. So you can go back to question 16, 15 and 14 in the other paragraphs. And that's what we're going to do now. So question 14, the use of pesticides has contributed to. This is paragraph one, where it talks about the use of synthetic chemicals for the control of pests. That's line one, which is the use of pesticides. So what has it contributed to? Well, it says it poses a threat to agricultural crops and human health. And apart from engendering widespread ecological disorders, pesticides have contributed to the emergence of a new breed of chemical-resistant, highly lethal superbugs. So there's two things. Apart from engendering, meaning causing or widespread ecological disorders. So that's the ecological disorders is one. It's also contributed to this new breed of super bugs, which can resist the chemicals. So the choices are, it's contributed to A, a change in the way ecologies are classified by agroecologists, nope, not mentioned, B, an imbalance in many ecologies around the world. C, the prevention of ecological disasters. No, that's not mentioned. So it's not A, it's not C. Delete the first, delete the two which are obviously wrong. Then D, an increase in the range of ecologies which can be usefully found. No, no mention of that. So the only option we've got here is B, an imbalance in many ecologies around the world. And when you look for synonyms, it's got widespread ecological disorders. Disorders, imbalance. Ecological, many ecologies. Around the world, widespread. Pretty simple, really, because the other three were just totally unrelated, really. So that wasn't too bad. Now, the next one, 15, has got capital letters. Food and Agriculture Organization has counted the, sorry, the Food and Agriculture Organization has counted more than 300 agricultural pests, which, so again, you've got those capital letters, Food and Agriculture Organization, um, more than 300, so you've got a number, species of agricultural pests have developed a resistance to a wide range of potent chemicals. That's what they say. So that's all they say. 300 species of pests which have developed resistance to a wide range of potent chemicals. So the choices are A are no longer responding to most pesticides. That is the answer, isn't it? No longer responding means they've developed resistance. 
wide range, most pesticides, potent chemicals, pesticides. Um, you can see how wrong the other ones are. B can be easily controlled through the use of pesticides. No, completely wrong. C, continue to spread disease in a wide range of crops. Well, yes, you could guess that, but there are no synonyms. D, may be used as part of biocontrol's replacement of pesticides. Nope, doesn't make sense. So again, they're trying to make the questions easy. Although the text is incredibly difficult, the questions are not and that is very often a strategy when you're writing your own tests for class. Um, okay, the text might be difficult, but you can just ask a simple question about it. And this is what they seem to be doing here. 16. Capital letters again. Cotton farmers in Central America began to use pesticides. So you look for Central America... Okay, actually you skip a paragraph there and the paragraph four, um, it says what happened to cotton farmers in Central America. So why, the question is, why did they begin to use pesticides? The text says in the early 1940s, basking in the glory of chemical-based intensive agriculture, the farmers avidly took to pesticides. Why? As a sure measure to boost crop yield. That is the answer to why did they use them? To boost crop yield. So you've seen my Instagram post about this. They love yield and harvest as a word. This gives you the answer. Here are the choices. So to boost crop yield is the answer. And you know what that means, to get more out of the crops that they're farming. So choices, A, because of an intensive government advertising campaign. No, no mention. In response to the appearance of new varieties of pest. No mention. As a result of changes in the seasons and the climate. No mention. D, to ensure more cotton was harvested from each crop. Simple, simple answer to ensure more cotton was harvested. Harvested, yield, more cotton to boost crop yield. Simple. And finally, question 17, by the mid-1960s, here we go to the next paragraph. Cotton farmers in Central America found that pesticides... So what did they find? You've got these four choices and they're all grammatically the same. A, were wiping out 50% of the pests. B, were destroying 50% of the crops. C, were causing a 50% increase in the number of new pests. Or D, were costing 50% of the total amount they spent. What does it say? By the mid-1960s, the situation took an alarming turn with the outbreak of four more new pests. So yes, they do mention new pests, but only four. Necessitating pesticide spraying to such an extent that 50% of the financial outlay on cotton production 
was accounted for by pesticides. So here's your 50% of the financial outlay. Financial outlay is how much they spend. And that gives you answer D. 50% of the total amount they spent on their crops. Notice how useful this is for academic task one as well, where it says accounted for. Very good when you're talking about proportion and percentage. So 50% of what they spent was accounted for by pesticides. So not too bad from what looks like a horrendous text. It's very often the case that the questions are far more simple. So let's see if that's true for the yes, no, not given questions. There's only four of them, um, 18, 19, 20 and 21. So you'd expect a balance, of course, um, one, one of each and then one of the other one. <laughs> okay, so 18 says, disease spreading pests respond more quickly to pesticides than agricultural pests. Disease spreading pests respond more quickly than agricultural pests. So what have we talked about, about not given before? We've mentioned before that very often comparisons and superlatives lead to a not given answer. So I'm just highlighting that now as a reminder, because we haven't done it for a while. Um, so if there's a comparison in the question, there should be a comparison in the text. So we need to ask that question, which pest responds more quickly to pesticides? Which pest responds more quickly to pesticides? Well, as you could guess, there's no comparison in the text. Um, in fact, the next paragraph just doesn't mention, doesn't even compare the two types of pest as far as I can see. Um, mm, nope, nope. So it's just not given. Very simple not given. You'd, you'd guess that, really. Uh, question 19. Question 19 says, a number of pests are now born with an innate immunity to some pesticides. A number of pests are now born with innate immunity. So innate is a key word. It's on my list on the farming um, day one. Innate means it's built in. Oh no, actually it's in the family and genetics, built in. Um, you're born with it. So some pests are born um, with this immunity. And what does it say in the text? It says, hang on, it skips to a different page. That's interesting. Okay, okay, so it says, no, it doesn't. 19, just a minute. Sorry, 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 sorry. No. Okay, so it says in the text, um, offspring with built-in resistance. Um, and that's it. There are your synonyms. Offspring is pests which are born, built in is innate, and resistance is immunity. So um, I've got those exact synonyms in the lists. Innate, built in, immunity, resistance, offspring, uh, children basically, things that are born. 
So the answer is yes. Question 20. Biological control entails using synthetic chemicals to try and change the genetic makeup of the pest's offspring. How could you understand this question if you hadn't done my list of keywords? So my list of keywords, biological control, which means trying to kill pests without using chemicals, entails using synthetic chemicals. So you've got the opposite of biological control, entails using synthetic chemicals. Now, you could answer this question without looking at the text, because if you knew the background to this topic, you would know that, of course, biological control does not use synthetic chemicals uh, to change the genetic makeup of the pest's offspring. Um, no. So without looking at the text, I don't need to, but in the text it says uh, selective biological control involving the selective use of natural enemies is gaining popularity. That's it. Selective use of natural enemies. So that means if you've got too many mice, you get a cat. That's it. You choose natural enemies rather than kill the mice with chemicals. So, simple answer again, no. 21. Biocontrol is free from danger under circum certain circumstances. Now, so we've had one not given, one yes, one no. I can tell from this type of question that it's going to be yes because they're being very careful. If they just said biological control is free from danger, that would be too emphatic. It would be too 100% free from danger. That would be impossible. There's always danger. So when they say under certain circumstances, I'm thinking, well, that's probably yes then. I just need to find what those certain circumstances are. And what it says in that same paragraph, when handled by experts, biocontrol is safe, non-polluting and self-dispersing when handled by experts. So yes, no danger under certain circumstances. Okay, in the next part we're going to look at the truly awful last bit but I'm going to show you again how simple it really is, believe me. Okay, the final part. If you got this in an exam, I think you would just freak out. I would, definitely. Um, but, okay, because I've read this, it's a little unfair, but I'm really going to show you how simple this is. The last part of the text deals with examples from um, Bangalore, I think. Yes, so... It talks about different countries and things that they've tried or things that they are trying and different kinds of pests. So there are some words that nobody would recognise and this could cause mass panic. Let me show you what I mean. So the five questions or five things you have to find, you have to match 
what the problem was with each pest. The first pest is called Dizapine scale insects. I don't know how to pronounce that. Second one is Neodumetia sangawani. No idea. 24. Leaf mining hispides. 25. Argentinian weevil. 26. Salvinia molesta. You've got five pests. And you have to decide what the problem is with each one or what they did or what they're doing or what they will do. All you can do is find those words in the text and forget about what they mean. So if we look at 22, disapine scale insects feed on. Okay, disapine scale insects feed on. So you quickly, quickly find disapine scale insects and it's in um, inverted commas. Um, it's, so it's easy to find. What, so the question is, what do they feed on? Now, look at this. It says, notorious defoliants of fruit trees in the US and India. So you've got those words, notorious, defoliants. You don't know what they are. Notorious just means famous for a bad reason. Defoliants means they take off the leaves. But what do you need? All you need is the word fruit trees. Find the word fruit trees. You can match that and that's the answer. So don't panic with this kind of question. 23, do the same again. Look for this Neodumetia sangawani 8. Past tense of eat, 8. So you find the word in the text. Um, <laughs> Neodumetia sangawani was found useful in controlling the roads grass scale insect. So in the text, this thing was useful in controlling the Rhodes grass scale insect. That's your answer. You choose H, grass scale insects. It's not difficult at all. 24, leaf mining hispides blighted. Okay, blighted means it plagued, it attacked. You don't need to know that. Just look for leaf mining hispides in the text. And what did they do? Okay, so it says, in the late 1960s, when Sri Lanka's coconut groves were plagued by leaf mining hispides, uh, a larval parasite imported from Singapore brought the pest under control. Okay, so what was the pest a problem? Two, it says Sri Lanka's coconut groves were plagued by leaf mining hispides. So the answer is simply the coconut trees. You could guess that. 25, an Argentinian weevil may be successful. Now, look at the language. It may be successful. It's not in the past. It's something they're doing now in wiping out something else. So you quickly find capital letter and it says, um, is now trying out an Argentinian weevil for the eradication of water hyacinth. That's it. That's your answer. Just choose from the list Water hyacinth is E. If you want to understand it, eradication, eradicate, wipe out, synonyms. 
and you can see they're trying out it's not sure yet but you don't need all of that you just quickly find the word and find one thing which is connected with it same one exactly for the last one salvinia molester plagues something again you've got this problem what does it eat or what does it plague or blight or attack find it in the text in the last line um the weed salvinia molester popularly popularly called african paypal in kerala about 30 I wonder why it's called African, oh no, African Payal in Kerala, about 30,000 hectares of rice fields in Kerala are infested by this weed. So what word do you need? You need rice fields and that is in the list, B, rice fields. So hopefully I have been able to show you how an incredibly dense and difficult text can be made easier. Um, It would help a lot if you knew the background and the vocabulary, but you can use these strategies to quickly guess and find answers without understanding about 70% of this text you don't need to understand. So... um, If you'd like to read this text, I'm sure somebody has put it on their website. I can't do that, I'm afraid, because of copyright. Um, It's called Biological Control of Pests. Um, And it's a Cambridge course book, text, test, I'm not sure which one it is. Um, But I would look at it, just because the amazing vocabulary that you get here, um, just constantly throughout the fabulous vocabulary. Okay, thank you very much for your patience if you got this far today. Well done. I wish you every luck with that. Let me know if you have any questions or requests. See you next week. Bye-bye.